0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. we got a great sermon entitled, What You Do in Life Echoes into Eternity. God called you to complete your destiny in your lifetime. A destiny so great that it will echo throughout eternity. See, because that's what Jesus did when he came born. I mean, not only do we have him personally, we got his echo too. Call a friend, tell him to turn that television on, get a pencil and a piece of paper, Take some notes because you're dealing with your future. This sermon will help you understand what is going on today in your life and in the eternity of eternities. So let's go right now to what you do in life echoes into eternity. Hebrews chapter 11. I I, I want to talk this morning because there are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers in these buildings, in this building today. I call it the executive branch of God's government that God has called you to lead. And it's a great responsibility to lead because everybody's behind you. I had one man ask me one time, I'm behind you, Brother Jesse. I said, how far? (laughs) If I lean back, do I fall down or do you hold me up? I need to know that space. I need to know that. And uh, I find it's such an honor when God calls you to minister the gospel of the Lord Jesus because many are called, few are chosen. And out of 7 billion people on this planet now, God chose you to speak his oracle, to minister his word. Now, what are the odds of that happening? Probably so big it it couldn't happen. So you're really special in that God saw something in you that you could minister to this planet because he loves this planet. He Calls it the apple of his eye and his footstool. It's truly amazing how much he loves this planet and the sun that warms it. We have so many stars, we have more stars than we have specks of sand on the planet Earth, just in the universe, this God that is phenomenal. And it's truly amazing when you realize how great it is to serve the Lord, to be a part of who He is and and a part of His work. And I've had people say, I've been knowing you for 35 years, you never get depressed or discouraged. All I got to do is go outside and look up and look at that. I'm like King David. look at the majesty of his hands to study what he's done. And then to see just like here, to see things that he could, hate oh, makes people create things that are just phenomenal. So I'm always in that wonderful mood, you know, in that essence, like everything I see, I see the creator in it. Not just nature, but everything. So I'm never alone because all his substance is around me. And I just enjoy his presence. title of this message this morning is, What You Do in Life Echoes into Eternity. You can write that down. What you do in life echoes into eternity. You're not just for one generation. There's something in your life that will echo into eternity, even into the halls of heaven. And And every time I read this chapter... Of Hebrews 11 yet my favorite uh, book in the New Testament is Ephesians. I I just love Ephesians and my favorite uh, book of the Old Testament is Genesis. I I just enjoy those two books but when I go to Hebrews it talks about wonderful men and women that were people of faith. I want to ask you and I'll ask myself are you on that list? If the Lord would come right now and begin to read the books of the heroes of faith Is your name on it? Because these men and women were heroes of faith. And I say, is my name on that list? If I'm going to be what God wants me to be, my name must be on that list. And if you look at Hebrews 11 verse 1, now faith is, and that might be, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now notice the next statement. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Someone is making a report on your life. Now, if someone's making a report on your life, someone's going to read the report on your life, and then someone's going to tell somebody about the report. So something is happening here, and you get down here where you get to, starts off with Abel and goes on into um, so many wonderful men like Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Moses and my Lord and Samson and Gideon and Barak and Jephthah and and just so many of them. And every time I read it, I said, Lord, is my name on that list. And he gave me this statement, what you do in life echoes into eternity. See, we look through a glass darkly simply because of who we are. We look at just our ministries or other ministries who we might esteem highly in the faith. But God is looking into centuries and centuries. I, I read books of ministers who preach wonderful messages centuries ago and their words still echo into my life. You see what I'm saying? And it must just be more than one generation. I heard something last night that kind of bothered me because there's so much against Christianity. And it was on, uh, what's his name here? The, the Factor, Bill O'Reilly. And some woman was talking about, uh, and he asked her point blank, you know, I'm in the 1% clientele of the, uh, of the rich. Would you it, How much money should I pay? Give me a percentage. You know, and, you know, she, and she kept kind of, Fiche, and we call that, as Cajun, but just, you know, slipping. He said, no, just give me a percentage. And she said, you should pay at least, uh, right now I think you're paying 35 to 37%, something like that, at the highest tax uh, rate. Um, uh, She said, well, you should at least do it in the 40s, and your children ought to work for it. Then I realized what she's saying was she was totally unscriptural that a good man makes an inheritance for his children's children, and what she's saying is that anything you do for your, uh, that you accumulate in your life, it shouldn't go to your children, it should go to the government. That's what she said, which is totally unscriptural, completely. And I said to her, I said, well, I'll tell you one thing. government, I'll give them what, because the Bible said render to Caesar with Caesar, but Caesar's dead. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But I promise you that Jesus tarries and I go by the way of the grave. My daughter and my granddaughter is going to get what I've accumulated. I'm Jesse Duplantis and I approve this message. (laughs) I just want everybody to know about that. (laughs) Hebrews chapter 11, I want to get to verse 8. It says, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have received for an inheritance, obeyed. That's the most important word in that verse. And he went out not knowing whither he went. Now that's what faith is. You notice it goes on through, you read through the whole chapter by faith, by faith. But then it changes in verse 11. It says, through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. And was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promise. Then he tells you in verse 13, these all died in faith. And he goes back to by faith, by faith, by faith, talking about Joseph and Jacob. And then he gets over uh, by faith, Moses. Then he says through faith in verse 28. You see, most people that are Christians live by faith. But a lot of people do not understand through faith. I've been amazed at my time with Kenneth and Gloria Copeland and KCM. And I've been uh, preaching for this mini- with this ministry probably 20, 20 21, 22 years. How many people don't come that used to come? See, they still live by faith, and when they were here, they were living by faith, but they never understood through faith. Because when you understand through faith, you understand the inner workings of faith. So you're able to answer a question like, why that didn't happen the way it should have happened. Or if you understand through faith, you're not concerned about the time frame that it takes to get done. There are times when I've sowed seed and I said, Lord, this is a time-sensitive seed. (laughs) It's time-sensitive, so you need to know that. Just thought I'd let you know. It's time-sensitive. It's got to move quick. Now, I'm going to go to bed and I know what would happen, but when I wake up, there better be a harvest out there. You see what that lady was saying to Bill O'Reilly is that she don't want no inheritance to go to any church. They want the harvest off of your seed so you can never sow again. Do you see that? That's what Satan's doing and make people go against the Bible because he knows if he can get all the money, he thinks he can shut this thing down because we live in an economic world. We don't live like Star Trek. They don't have any money. They don't deal with money. They just deal with whatever they deal with. But us, we live in an economic world. And so many people have so misunderstandings of money. I've never tried to accumulate. Before I was saved, I tried to accumulate. After I got born again, I quit trying to accumulate. It just began to come to me through my giving. I understood the scripture. Because I had someone tell me, don't read this Bible. You, you'll never understand it. I was raised that way. Being in the city of New Orleans, I was raised Catholic. I, I was christened and confirmed the Catholic boy. It Spirit through something, you know, you know, and you know, that's what it was, that's it. And, and but you know what? I believe that priest when he said, I give you absolution, I, t- I walked out, I was clean for at least 30 minutes, <laughs> but I knew I was clean because my belief in his word, you see what I'm saying, changed something in me until I did something wrong again. Well, when I began to read the Bible and found out that I could understand it that I'm not a dummy, and then when God, when I realized that he put apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to teach me what they knew in their side of revelations, I thought, this is so wonderful, that this is really not a hard book to understand. But you must understand through faith, not just live by faith, or understand the inner workings of faith, because when the problem comes, what do you do with it? Now, I want you to watch this. He says, he went out not knowing whither he went. Write this down. The God was talking to Abraham. The voice of God always has, number one, a message. Number two, a mission. Wherever there's a message, there's going to be a mission. From a message and a mission comes a separation. Let me say it again. The voice of God always has a message, which means spiritual freedom. A mission, which can only be fulfilled by obedience. And number three, a separation from the past. Let me say it again. The voice of God always has a message, which means spiritual freedom, a mission, which means which can only be fulfilled by obedience. And number three, a separation from the past, which means a renunciation of all plans and interests into absolute guidance. I've had people ask me so many times, you know, they give me a compliment that it's really, I'm not deserving of. They say, that Jesse DuPlans is a good businessman. Well, everything I do I, I do, I run my ministry like a business because the Bible said in Isaiah that he would teach me to profit. But what I, reali- I rely more on anything is not my intellect because I'm not that smart, is I, I rely on absolute guidance because when I don't know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, how to do it, if I made a mistake, I wouldn't know it because I don't know what I'm doing. So now I'm understanding through faith not looking for something I could see, but to live by what His word says. So his voice to me always has a mission, a message, which means spiritual freedom. And when you got the message of God, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. There's freedom, because you know God said. And then when you have the mission, which can only be fulfilled by obedience, your next step is to go obey what God said. The problem with the third part is, most people want to bring the past with them. But the past never sees the future. So that third voice, or that third message is a separation from the past. Now let me do a little teaching and preach. i get funny after a while. You know, but but let me get this in you. Because you understand what I'm saying? You've got to have this. Because that's a tough world out there. There's a war against Christianity. And we are on the front lines. I had a man tell me the other day who was of another denomination. He said, it seems like everything you touch prosperous. I said, yes, because I'm special. He looked at me like I done lost my mind. What do you mean special? I said, the Bible says that we have therefore opportunity. Let us do good to all, especially, special to those who are the household of faith. Not that I'm better, I'm just special. People say that's cockiness. No, that's good, that's smart. When you know who you are, instead of trying to believe who you are, when you know God sent you. Oh, I'm starting to pray. I want to teach this. Lord, I got goosebumps big as acorns on my legs right now. When you when you know, when you know and understand through faith, I don't care what kind of hell you're going through, you go through and you come out on the other side. Because what you do in life echoes into eternity. Paul in a prison, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. That's echoing in even my life. And I kept the faith. Mm. So let me say it again. The voice of God always has a message which means spiritual freedom, a mission which can only be fulfilled by obedience. And number three, a separation from the past which means a renunciation of all plans and interests into absolute guidance. I love this scripture. How be it when the spirit of truth has come and he has, he would guide me into all truth. It's very hard when God puts hundreds of millions of dollars in your hand. What to do with it? Do I, how do I, who do I give it to? How much do I retain? What do I do with this? What do I do with that? How, what, where. You have to have that voice to guide you. Because a wasted dollar, in my opinion, is a wasted soul. I tell my partners for every dollar given to my mission, give me a soul. Man, the other day, my gate gave us some money and I went, Good Lord, I can't take a vacation. I gotta go get people because I said what you invest, I would produce. That's why I work the way I work. It's not because I want to or even have to. It's because of what I said. And then 34 years ago, when I went in full-time ministry, my old Bible, I got it on my shelf. I wrote in the very cover, I want my word to be like God's word, that when I say something, I will do what I say. That's the reason why I'm saved, because God can't go against his word. Do you see that? Now, when his word doesn't seem to work, I understand it perfectly, because I understand it, Through faith, not by faith, because I understand the inner workings of it. His word's working, but he may not be working according to your intellectual ability to receive it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So what you do in life echoes into eternity. Write this down. Excelling is a pilgrimage whose course and duration cannot be seen. God gave me a statement to excel in 2012. Excelling is a pilgrimage whose course and duration cannot be seen. I really know I'm on course when I can't see it. Because the evidence of faith is not seen. I really don't get excited when it's manifested, because that's all it is then. But my God, when it was in the unseen world, it can grow even bigger than what I can see. Because now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's why he could go not knowing where he was going. It was a pilgrimage. You see, He wasn't going to find God. He was bringing God with him because, you see, he wasn't lost because neither was God. You see that. So uh, excelling in life is a pilgrimage whose course and duration cannot be seen. Write this down. Excelling is the surrender of life to a hidden guidance, to surrender of life. I've had so many people ask me that knew me before I was saved, how could you stop drinking immediately? I drank a fifth of whiskey a day. You understand what I'm saying? That's before I started playing music, when I, when I, when I wasn't saved. I, and then I would drink at night. I smoked a lid of a with. You know what a lid, it ain't a lid like a, y'all know what a lid is. Some of y'all are ex-dopers. <laughs> <laughs> PCP, crystal. I mean, it's amazing I didn't die as a young man. Should have. Should have. But you see, when I, people said, oh, yeah, I've heard people get delivered. Get delivered? What do you mean get delivered? Did you get born again? The only way you can, you got, you got to go back to the graveyard and jerk the old man back up. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like I want to drink. So? Ain't got anything to do with feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, we're people of faith. We don't go by our feelings. Why? Because feelings change. We go by faith in God's unchanging word. It's about knowing, not just believing, but knowing in whom you have believed. And if you want to complete what God's called you to do, you must live a surrendered life to a hidden guidance. What does that mean? That's St. John 16. My, My God, how be it when the spirit of truth has come? He would guide you in all truth, not some truth or a truth, but all truth. Remember, we're on a great pilgrimage whose course and de- duration cannot be seen. See, the evidence of faith is not seen. Why is it not seen? Because if you can't see it, Satan can't see it. And Satan is not, he's a flesh devil. He's not a faith devil. He don't understand anything anymore in the spirit because he's spiritually dead. Do you understand? He only can tempt you in the flesh. Think about it. Every temptation you got comes to the flesh, never comes to your spirit. Why? Because he, he's a flesh devil. Do you get that? So what you do here will echo into eternity. You know, a lot of people I've heard them say, I sure wish somebody would remember me. If you live by faith, people will remember you, not only here, but when you get to heaven. Boy, they'll say, man, I can't believe what you did when you was on the earth. You did something. See, it's amazing when we can stand on God's glorious word and just live for Jesus Christ. You no, know, Kathy's coming in just a moment with some glorious moments. I love this segment. Why? Because those are testimonies that you send in. See what I'm saying? So we're telling people what you say. And that's such a blessing. So if, you, if you've got a great testimony, this, this ministry has blessed you in some way, shape, or form. Send it in. Maybe Kathy will be able to use it on the Glorious moment segment. It is a blessing of the Lord. And I mean this sincerely. God's word cannot, excuse me, and will not return void unto you if you just believe his word. Man, I just, you know, that's not that hard to just believe what he says. Glory to God. So how do I do that? Just like your children believe what you say. All you got to do is believe what he says because you are his child. Now I tell you what, stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment, my God, and you're going to be blessed. Watch as God blesses you. And me.
1: Thank you for watching Glorious Moments. I believe that this testimony will bless and encourage you today. I want to let you know and your staff know that your messages throughout the years have elevated my faith and knowledge of the Lord, which is priceless. I listened to a specific teaching regarding your four point message on tithing, first fruits. Alms and seed giving. I have been digging deep regarding my relationship with God and being obedient to His Word, building my faith by hearing the Word of God through your messages. The outcome of this walk in the Lord has yielded a financial increase in my salary over the last couple of years. In fact, it's almost doubled. I'm surprised but not surprised. Your messages and teachings have opened my heart, spirit and mind to recognize that God truly wants to bless me and to show the world that our God wants His people to prosper and be in health. Because of the increase that God has provided, I started a new position and for the first time I'm stepping out with my first fruits offering. I chose your ministry because it's the gospel message that you preached that has allowed me to be blessed. I typically tithe regularly, but first fruits are new. Please accept my offering and use it to win more souls into the kingdom. I'm looking forward to seeing God's blessings that will follow in Jesus' name. Oh, I also have another job opportunity that would elevate my earnings another $35,000 a year. (laughs) Thank you, Brother Jesse and Kathy, for serving God and for being obedient to his word and will. You know, this is a powerful testimony of the faithfulness of our God. First Corinthians chapter one, verse nine says, God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. No matter what you're facing today, God wants you to know that you can trust him. He is faithful. So God bless you and have a wonderful day. We love you. Bye bye. We're positioned for the greatest revival this world has ever known. We are looking forward to the great return of our Lord Jesus Christ, and He's going to need every one of us to be enlisted and on the front lines of doing what we're called to do. This promise of Jesus is available to whosoever for whatsoever. It's for you. Keep moving higher and farther and give God the glory. Glorious, a conference for women. Friday, March 8th and Saturday, March
0: 9th. I hope you get our February product offer because it's such a blessing. It's a book I wrote called For by Faith. It's a perfect companion resource for today's message. You know, nothing ever of true value would exist without faith. As you learned earlier, we can't complete what God calls us to do and echo into eternity without faith. How do I get it? Go to jdm.org. For all the auditing information, you'll be blessed by it. It's really a good book. It's not that big, but it will minister life greatly to you. Partners, thank you once again for your faithful financial partnership to this ministry. 48 years of preaching this glorious gospel, and we've never had a financial deficit. I got to say it again. You know why? I trust you. You trust me, and we both trust God. Trust is a powerful factor when you're living for the Lord Jesus Christ. So I thank you for your faithful financial support. You know, people say, when you're going to retire, don't think like a I don't believe it will. Because every time when I start getting close to the end of something, God gives me another project. My Lord, I mean, we got right project. I mean, $20 million projects on the on my desk. I mean, I said, Lord, what are you doing? He said, My work. And I said, Yes, sir, I'm yours to command. Partners, thank you for being so courteous and kind. The hundredfold anointing is on my life. I'm not bragging about that. It just is. And I want it to come upon you. You see, when you sow seed into this fertile ground, because it's fertile ground. In all these years, we have never had a scandal. We've had people lie about us, and it all proved out to be wrong, every bit of it, see. But, and then they won't apologize, especially the media. They'll put something like in the newspaper, but this big all the way in the back. You know what I'm saying? But God's word is true. And I mean that sincerely. I just love living for the Lord because not only do I live here, I want my faith and my life to echo into eternity. Partners, help me do that. I'll help you do that. Your faith life will help you, your echo into eternity. Wow, together we're one. That's what it's all about. So thank you for being a faithful financial partner to this ministry. Nothing too big and nothing too small. And I mean that sincerely. You'd be surprised. I call partners a lot of time and they're only send three dollars or five dollars. And then some that send a lot more. God is so good and gracious. Now don't miss next week. We got part two of what you do in life echoes into eternity. You just saw part one, you're gonna see part two, and you're gonna be blessed. See you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. You're going to love this month's partner offer. Abiding is better than visiting. You know, in order to succeed in all we do, we must live a branch life. He's the vine, you're the branches. Jesus tells us, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. How do I get it? Go to jdm.org. That's our website for all that information, and you'll be blessed. Do it now.
1: I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You Are Designed for Glorious Living, available at JDM.org.
0: Are you ready to believe the unbelievable, receive the impossible, because it's doable? In my new book, Believe, you will be challenged to believe the uncompromised Word of God so that you can receive all that God has for your life.
1: Yes, it's time to unlock your faith in God's promises and believe the truth of the gospel. For your donation of $5 or more, you can receive your physical copy or digital download of Believe at jdm.org. It's time to make your faith work.
0: Order your copy today and remember to believe. Download the free JDM app with Spanish and English content. You'll have instant access to Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages. Watch our weekly TV program. Hit the Bible tab. Many chapters include media related to what you're reading. Watch live events and chat with others. Download audio messages for on-the-go listening. And giving is available with just a few easy steps. Download the JDM app today. To excel or to echo, you must be ready for unexpected calls and new responsibilities. It always happens in anything you do. When is the ministry too big? It never is. I honestly believe if we had everybody save on the planet, some aliens would show up the next day and we'd have to go evangelize somewhere. You got to be ready for unexpected calls and new responsibilities.